Hello and welcome to the Jordan High 2004 podcast. This is Steve. And this is Gonzo. Gonzo, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm happy. You look really happy. You have just a big smile on your face right now. Yeah, I, you know, we talked about this last time, but I, it was really nice to have like a little bit of time off work. So it was like a good, after a stressful last couple of months, it was a good reset to like be off. I was going to. You know, I told people like, "Oh, I have my email or whatever," but I didn't do any work. So, so it's no, you like you seem one thousand percent lighter after like all the audits and after the sale and everything yeah. you've done. Like you, you seem like a huge burden has been lifted. Well, talk to me next week and see when I, after I go back, <laughs> like I'm back to being stressed out. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but right now I'm feeling good. Yeah. Do you have any any business or any fun stuff you want to share? I think we can, so you were like, we were going to do this implant on my tooth, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I have a missing tooth and we're going to do an implant. And you were saying like, Hey, have you thought about like doing some Invisalign or something and like getting, it's like, it's, I had braces when I was like 18 or 19, I think 19, I got braces around 19 and had them for a couple of years and it like, it fixed my teeth were super crooked in high school. That was like a, a big insecurity too for me. Um, so it's like they got fixed then, but then I like lost my retainer and now like they shifted again. So it's like now it's like my teeth aren't bad, but they, they are getting crooked. Like, and I think having that missing tooth has moved because I only bite like my bites been weird. So it's moved my teeth and I was like, you know what? I think I do want to do that. It's like, so. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> so I, as we've done this, like I've always tried to make sure I'm not like, hey everybody, you should come to West Jordan Dental. Like I don't want to be pushing. You don't want to, but I want. I, like I, I've been the one to because like <laughs> I'm, I've been wanting to. Like hey, if you don't want, because Bonnie hasn't seen you. Like to she hasn't gone to see you because she's weird about like I don't want Steve being so close to my face, you know, or like looking at my teeth and stuff. And I think like, it's understandable because it's also, it's like, it's a lot easier to have someone you don't know looking in your mouth instead right. of someone you know and you hang out with. Exactly. So it's like, although for me, it's not a problem. You can look at, it's like, if you were a proctologist, you could, you could do my, <laughs> <laughs> we do proctology on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, for me, it's like, I'm, it doesn't matter. Like I, I'm totally fine with it, but I can, I can see how it's weird for some people, but I mean, bring your kids, like I take your kids to Western. So, so I'm not, I'm not doing this to promote it, but as you've come in, we talked about getting you that implant and I figured uh, I, I'd like to be a resource. If anything else, I'd like to help yeah. people in our class. Cause like when we're in our mid thirties, like we're not spring chickens anymore. And a lot of us have teeth that are breaking. Um, if we're missing teeth, like they're going to be shifting and, and stuff is starting to happen now. And so when I was looking at your case to replace the tooth, I thought, you know what? One, you've told me that you snore like big time. Yeah. And like, you shouldn't snore. Like people should not snore. And it's not just like a fat person thing, right? Like you need to breathe well. And if you're not breathing well, you're not sleeping well. Not it can lead rest, to other, yeah. yeah, like you, you're blood is more acidic. You have higher levels of CO2. Like your, your body just doesn't work as well. So it's an important thing. So as I was looking at it, I thought, you know what, like if we could just straighten up those teeth and straighten the bite, um, then we can put the implant where we want it to go. And we can talk about doing like some kind of sleep apnea device. Like, so I'm just trying to look in your case. And I thought, how fun would it actually be? Cause I've never actually had braces. 
And I joke with my patients, like, I think God knew I couldn't handle it. He's like, <laughs> okay, you can have straight teeth. My teeth are really, really yeah, straight. Yeah, they're really straight. Considering I never had anything, but I've wanted to do the clear braces for myself. And so I thought it could be a fun thing for you and me to both be doing them at the same time and just like track our journey and just like share with people. And so if nothing else, um, all of our classmates, the people that listen to this can hopefully get a better understanding of like what your teeth do and why you want them to be in the right place. Cause if your teeth are in the right place, they'll last longer. Like it's nice that they look straight, but it's because they're functioning the way they should. And usually that can open up your airway. You can breathe better and it just has a better overall impact on your health. I mean, not only that, it's like, painful like this missing tooth has like made my gum recede yeah so then it exposed like root on the other one so it's like if i have air or something cold hit that tooth it hurts like it like hurts pretty bad i'm like oh and it's always like kind of like a little sensitive yeah and so you saying that made me think okay i i don't want to just stick an implant in there i want to actually let's take care of the whole thing and so for everyone out there listening like we're going to track our journey uh, it'll be fun We'll still talk about running though. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I just thought it'd be fun. And I just want everyone to know that I, I'd like to be a resource if nothing else. Like if you have questions or if you, if you want like a second opinion, hit me up and like, I, I'm happy to, to help out in any way because I know that we're reaching that point in our life where, you know, it's not just like tiny little cavities, but now we have teeth that are breaking or, or whatever. So just know that I'm here as a resource. That's what I want people to know. Love it. Yeah. So who do we, yeah, who do we have on tonight? Today we're talking to Whitney Lyman. She has been one of our most loyal followers. Like every time we post anything, she, she's liking it. I, I really appreciate it because it's like, it just, I've even mentioned in the, the past that I, I love getting together and, t- and chatting with someone, but it is really nice to get feedback from people, like a, a nice email saying like, Hey, you know what? I really like the podcast and it's fun. Or, you know, it's like, it's fun to know that someone is listening. So I, I really appreciate um, that she's like, likes it and comments. And, and like, she's active in the, yeah. in the support of it. And she's, she's not someone, I don't, I don't have memories hanging out with her at all. She's not someone I was close with. I don't, I wasn't friends with her at all, but it's cool that she's a huge supporter of the show now. So I'm really looking forward to just hearing about what she's been up to and like who she was, who she is now. And just learning that because yeah, I, I don't know anything, I don't know anything yeah. about her. Yeah, me either. So, so here's our conversation with Whitney. Whitney, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much. So happy to be here. <laughs> it's great to see you. Thank you. So tell us why, I think you mentioned in your email that it's like, I want to push some people to really be on, but it's like, I got to be on first before I like. Right. <laughs> I think someone, who was it? one of the recent podcasts that someone said that they were expecting to call out or they right. weren't even on yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Like, it's deeper Parker. <laughs> yeah. David Parker. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I felt that way. I can't call anybody out unless I actually do it. So now <laughs> you're going to just call out a ton of people, huh? Right. And now I, it's like, I want to call everybody out. <laughs> I want to hear from every single person. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Get us caught up. Tell us what you've been up to since high school. What's what's going on in your life? Okay. Well, I after graduating, I went down to Dixie. Um, I lived in St. George for five years, which I didn't realize so many people went down there and are still down there. I think it's awesome. Right. Uh, 
but I did, I did two years at Dixie and then I drove up to Cedar three or four times a week and I graduated with my uh, communications degree from there. And then I just worked for another year in St. George. I love, I love it down there. I like the heat and all of it. I have all my friends down there. So I wanted to stay, but I also wanted to change. So I ended up, my sister found this website that like, it was like a verified nannies type thing. Yeah. She ended up moving to Italy for six oh, cool. months and was a nanny there. And I was jealous and wanted to do that too. So <laughs> I went to Spain. I was in a tiny little town called Reus, which is like an hour from Barcelona. And Did you know any Spanish? No. And they, they speak uh, Catalonian. Yeah. There, so it was, it's a little different, but I caught on. I was only there for three months, so I caught on a little bit, but I mean, I, I wish I could speak, but I cannot, unfortunately. I remember um, when I, I, that was like early 2000s. I remember that was kind of a thing where yeah. girls would go like overseas to like nanny for three or six months. And I was like, so jealous. It sounded so cool, <laughs> you know? <laughs> was it like a was it like a three month gig? Like you're gonna go for just three months, or was it how how what did um, that look like? It. I mean, you could you could stay as long as you wanted. I I was there for the three months, and my family that I was with they wanted me to stay a little longer. But I, you know, I was finally an adult, and I needed to pay my bills. And I was like, okay, this hundred euro a week is just not gonna cut it. Right. So I decided to come home i i just i i love the experience but you know i was ready to kind of life and so i moved back i got a job teaching at a charter school in west valley and then i worked at the rec center in conwood heights for a little bit and my dad finally came around and offered me or asked if i wanted to work for him he owns a cabinet company and he wanted someone to do their accounting stuff so I got, you know, I just started with their accounts payable. And I mean, I'd done a little bit of accounts payable in St. George where I worked and yeah. liked it. So I was like, sure, why not? And man, probably four years later, I loved it. And he said he'd help me pay for my schooling if I wanted to go back to school. So 2014, I went and got all my business and um, accounting prereqs. And I got my master's and was, gosh, 2017, so a little bit later than most people, but obviously it's Utah, so yeah. we go back all the time. And mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. Good for you. That's awesome. Thank you. I, I was very excited, obviously, and it was a lot of fun. I love traveling, so one of the um, last courses I took was an international accounting class. Yeah. And I got to go over to London and spent four weeks there with a big group of people and all from the U. And we just had a little house and, or a little, little apartment up on one of the top floors near Kensington Park. And it was, that's it was cool. A blast. Who was the, did you have that uh, professor with like the big log goatee for international accounting? No, it, oh gosh, I can't think of her name now, but 
it was a girl. Mm. Oh gosh, I want to say Charles, but I don't know. But yeah, that sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I I have beef with that one professor. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's some interesting teachers in accounting over the years. Yeah, I've, I've had pretty much good experiences with all the all the professors. The only one, and I think he's like, he may be up higher in the accounting department now. Uh, but he was one every single everybody loved. He was like shaved head and had like okay. a, a no mustache, just like the chin hair, but it was like longer. Yeah, but, I don't know. I, I guess since you don't know him, it doesn't make sense for me yeah. to like talk trash about him. But <laughs> just like I have beef with that one professor. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, So, and I, anyway, I graduated in 2017. It took a year to find a job. I, again, they do the recruiting at the school really early on, and I obviously didn't start when everyone else in the accounting program did. So, I had to find a job all on my own, and uh, my dad wanted me to stay, but I really wanted the audit experience. And so that's the job I was looking for and found a place in Austin, Texas. And I flew out to see my sister who had moved down to Corpus Christi. And they were like, well, we have, we want to interview you if you want to come down. And so I did it all at the same time. And on my drive down to Corpus, they offered me the job and I moved 2018 and stayed there for two years, loved it. But I came home for Christmas, gosh, 2019, and I just wanted to come back to Utah so bad. I missed it. I missed my friends and family. So I started looking for jobs and got a, I got an offer with Larry H. Miller, their auto department, and was going to do some internal audit work. And then pandemic hit and they froze all of their hiring. So get that job, had to find a new one and then. Moved in 2020, June, and been with this company now, just doing their accounting manager, and I love it. Happy. <laughs> and you're here in Salt Lake then, so you're, you're yeah. back in Utah. Yep. So exciting. Accounting is the best. I, I, I'm such a nerd about it all. I tell my sisters all the time that I love spreadsheets and all this nerdy stuff, so <laughs> it's, it's perfect for me. <laughs> Gons is just so happy. Oh, yeah, I love it too. I'm, I can talk spreadsheets forever. We can talk yeah. lookups. You know, like. so, everyone who listens will have something new to think about. No running. We'll talk fun spreadsheets. It's almost as a new as podcast, me. spreadsheet podcast. <laughs> With Gons or Whitney. Yeah. What's the, what's the way, uh, best way to format this report? <laughs> There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't love that? Well, thanks for catching us up. And um, to get started, like let's let's have you tell us how you saw yourself in high school. Okay. So I I don't know. I was really nervous coming into Jordan. I transferred from Brighton my junior year. Um, I think most people knew that, but I obviously it's a new school. Coming in when everyone's already made their friends from junior high and when that those schools all merged. So I was very scared. Um, I enjoyed Brian, but it just, 
I don't know. I had friends, but something felt not right and complete. So I wanted to go somewhere new. But anyway, I loved, I loved Jordan. Everyone obviously was very welcoming, which was a surprise. I think I was really shy and quiet. I got told that all the time. And <laughs> I mean, there's nothing I could really do about it. That's just who I am. I think, again, someone on the recent podcast, they've mentioned how they were quiet and, you know, that's just, it's not a, not a bad thing, but sometimes looked at it that way. Um, when you grow up, I think I had a lot of imposter syndrome. I didn't feel like I should be in cheer. I didn't feel like I should be the captain. I just felt kind of out of that life, but there I was doing it. And so I had to, had to do it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. So, yeah. So tell us more about this imposter syndrome. You felt like, because you're quiet, but you felt like you had to not be a quiet person or, or when were you feeling like an imposter? Well, a little, like I, I had a cousin who later, you know, I was, gosh, probably it must've been senior year, but he was. Like, you're the girl that I was always scared to ask out in high school because, you know, that's just... Your cousin was scared to ask you out? <laughs> he said, you're the type of girl. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, tell me more. <laughs> that it's like, this episode just got interesting. You bury the lead there. <laughs> <laughs> I keep you guys on your toes. <laughs> Uh, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> well, and then I, I, even for homecoming, I, I got asked, and they were like, "I can't believe you said yes." And I'm like, "Why wouldn't I say yes?" Like, of course I'm gonna say yes to someone who asked me to go to homecoming with them. But it just never felt like my life. Like it didn't feel like I should be doing all of that. Did you? believe you were a shy person because you said that other people told you you were shy like did you yeah were were you shy or you just people would tell you that they would I mean I I was more like I thought I was just more of a a silent observer I liked watching people I like you know learning their behaviors and that was how I saw but people would tell me I mean my one of my coaches all the time she's like you got to go out, you got to talk to people, you got to stand in front of the entire school and, you know, I mean, games, you got to, you're the, you're the first person in line, everyone's looking at you and it was like, okay, well, I can do that, but it just, they told me I needed to be louder, they told me I needed to speak up more and it just didn't necessarily fit with who I thought I was, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. What made you want to go into cheer? I think my mom kind of pushed it a little bit. I, I have, I danced my whole life. And so I wanted to dance, but I didn't feel like I was necessarily good enough for what was it? The Char, Charlonians or whatever other dance company. So they had, cheer tryouts. I was like, why not? Let's, let's try it. I like tumbling. I like, you know, backhand springs and all that good stuff. So kind of was a good fit, but just 
went for it, made it, and so figured why not. <laughs> and then that's interesting too that you're saying because like usually accountants are like we're quiet people. We're not the right. ones that are like you know it, it's like we're the opposite of the salespeople, right? Right. It's like the we're we're not going to stand out in a meeting. It's going to be harder for us to like speak up. Right. So it's. I also think that's interesting that you kind of went into accounting that like fits your personality too. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you have to pick between like the audit and tax side, and I didn't want to do tax because I hate tax. But I they all said you know you get to work on your own. You don't have to work in teams. But I was like, okay, well that sounds a lot better for me. But. <laughs> audit I loved so you just I had to learn obviously how to be more aggressive and it's just you know it's part of part of life now so I take my alone time when I can but I can put on that I don't know the that face of socialness when I need to just right you have to do it <laughs> so then as a kid you felt quiet sometimes you didn't feel like you're just saying you felt imposter syndrome. Like you didn't feel like, oh, this isn't quite right for me. Like some of the stuff that you're doing or like, I don't fit. This doesn't fit as who I am in a way. Right. Um, like what else, how else did you see yourself? What, what were the things that you found important? What were the things that occupied your mind back then? Um, I mean, I, and it, a lot of this, I still have, but you know, I always thought family was important. I grew up in a big family, so I don't. I was. I fought with all my siblings, obviously, but as I've grown up, we've all gotten really close, and so that family pool just grew bigger. And I love sports still. I guess that's a good thing with the cheer side. I love watching all sports and participating when I can, and that's still very much true now and yeah and so and what's what's changed who are you now that's different from them um I've definitely learned to or I've grown to accept all of those like I said like I was quiet and now I've kind of accepted it that's kind of who I am so I like that part about me where before I felt like I needed to change if that makes sense I needed to try to be that outgoing person that everyone thought I should be. But now it's like, okay, that's okay to be quiet or to sit back and let other people take the lead. There's nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you're not, you're not fine just the way you are. Um, and again, like I said, a lot of things are still the same. I still really enjoy sports. I really love my family and, I I don't have a family of my own. I was going to mention that I never got married or had kids, but something I definitely want still. And so, I don't know. A lot of things are the same, but just magnified and accepted now by myself. Yeah, in a way you feel like you're more comfortable in your own skin today right. than you did back. And I and I honestly I I relate with you because I feel I feel the same way. I feel like you have this pressure of like being outgoing and being social because that's kind of like the high school currency, but I'm naturally introverted. You know, I, I like, you know, I like spending time with maybe one or two friends, but 
with a bigger group, I'll get anxious. Like it'll, I'll start feeling uncomfortable. So it's, yeah. it's hard for me. Definitely. So then I, I can relate to that. Yeah. What do you, what do you think you've learned? Like what are, if you're just saying, what be your biggest lessons the last 20 years? Again, just embracing who I am instead of trying to change it, especially for other people. You know, I've grown my own voice. I, you know, moving away from home, you got to finally learn things on your own. So getting away from my parents and sisters and all that, I, I learned to think for myself. And obviously, I, if you'll see some of my posts, I do have strong feelings about certain things, but I don't, I don't think I would have had those necessarily when I was a kid. And when do you think that clicked? Have... Like you're saying moving away was part of it. It's like, is there a, a, a specific time when you were like starting to see that change in you? Yeah. I mean, I, I was pretty wild in college. I, I went completely the opposite direction of how I was in high school. I did all sorts of crazy stuff and my mom didn't love that. And she, she tried to hold on to that motherly, I don't want to say control, but that's the word that's coming to mind. But, you know, mom influence. <laughs> yeah. But after, I mean, I, I was making those choices and I was doing it deliberately. So I had to, I had to justify them to myself as well as, you know, to them. And so you, you just kind of have to figure out why am I doing this? Do I want to keep doing this? And if so, you gotta, you gotta take it off. And so I just, uh, yeah, I, I took it and I figured out, you know, what, who I wanted to be. And if they didn't like it, then that was kind of too bad, but they didn't like it at first. And now I think, I think they, they accept me and they, they love me no matter what. <laughs> That's good. That's great. Yeah. I think that it, most people have that moment where they finally just get to make that decision that they're going to do these things for themselves, regardless of what like, your mother's power or your mother's influence, right? Like regardless right. of what those people will think, like, you know what, I'm just going to do this because yeah. I can and I want to. And I think that those are the moments where you, when you actually start to do things for yourself, that's when you start to learn who you are, you know, right. it's like, and I, I love that you did that. And I think everyone, you know, take those moments to do things for you. Um, yeah. Instead of, oh, yeah. like you said, back in high school, like doing what you thought people thought you should do, you know, rather than mm -hmm. just doing what you wanted to and where you felt most comfortable in your skin. So I think that's really cool that you, the path you took to get to where you are. Yeah. I think it's really great. <laughs> what are some, uh, what are some things that you're passionate about now in your mid thirties? Um, Besides spreadsheets, of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> I unless you uh, want to talk about spreadsheets, it's like <laughs> it's like spreadsheets and then well, a distant second. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I mean, and of course, I've heard you know people are sick of talking about the running, but I I had a goal to run ten half marathons, and I wanted to do one a year, and my my tenth one would have been in twenty twenty, and everything got canceled and everything kind of shut down. So I have still not been able to run 
that last final tenth one. And do you want to run one uh, this year? We we'll, yeah. we'll do one. We'll again. do it with you. Yeah. Very cool. Yes, I know. I was so sad I missed that one, but I just. We'll do, yeah, maybe you like I know all spring that, time. I knew all that running talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but I did. So that it goes along with my passion for travel as well. I love traveling, and luckily I have some sisters who will run those races with me. So I've done some really cool half marathons. I've done a Disneyland one. And I've gone down to Texas a few times and run there. And my favorite is in Dublin. I ran a Dublin half marathon with my sister. And That's nice. really cool. Was, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So We'd have to I pick one in town it. for us, though. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We'll do a greater Salt Lake area. Driving distance. <laughs> We're just fine. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and then let's see any let's, other passions. I like I said, I love my family. I have a bunch of nephews and a niece, and they I just love them to death. I my sister, my older sister, who she lived in Sandy for a little while, and it was right after she had this oldest kid, and I moved with moved into their house and helped kind of them while he was in dental school. And I just got really close with their family. And then again, when they went down to Texas, I kind of followed them for a little bit and I just am really close with all my family and I love it. I love being around them and being an aunt is so much fun. (laughs) That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I bet your, I bet your brother-in-law is a great guy. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have quite a great smile like you, but he's got a he's got a decent. <laughs> I bet it's pretty great. <laughs> it has to be right. That's how you. Hey, you. <laughs> you can't have. You don't want your dentist. Yeah, you, you you don't want your dentist with like a missing tooth. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that the that um oh gosh I don't know if it's a meme or if it was that billboard. Who, I'm sure you've seen it where the guy's missing the tooth and he's also missing an eyebrow, but you notice the tooth first because everyone notices a smile. Well, it's like, it says, uh, your teeth are important because you didn't even notice that he's missing an eyebrow. Whoa, he is. (laughs) Wow. It stands right out. That makes me feel good about that time I accidentally shaved mine off. So you, you no say, one even noticed. <laughs> yeah. You said that you, you come from a big family. How many siblings do you have? So I have um, I have three sisters and three brothers. I we kind of found out about an older brother that we had just a few years ago. He's a half brother, and then we adopted the last brother that we have from Ukraine. So there's uh, seven of us kids. So how like how old were you when you found out you had a brother? Really, just a few years ago, man, I was thirty, little over thirty. So it's very recent. Is that brother oh, here in Utah, or like? No, he um, he's in the Air Force, and at the time he was in Virginia, and a few of us to go out and meet him and 
I think, <laughs> again, very big family. So I think it was a little bit overwhelming for him and his family. But I think he keeps in touch with a few of us. And we're all just kind of letting him go at his own pace and yeah. figure out how he wants to proceed. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be crazy to just like go 30 years and then all of a sudden like, oh, we have a we have a sibling. Did he look like you? Like, did he look like you're related? I, I think so. I think he looked just like my uncle, my mom's brother. I think that they look so similar. And it's been weird, too, hearing how many people have similar stories like that. I didn't realize that it was quite the thing, but the 70s were a wild time, I guess. <laughs> Could have happened to anyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But you're saying you're close, what, you're close with your family. Those, uh, do you guys uh, do you guys get together to like game nights and stuff like that? Yeah, we try to. It's like I said, my my older sister lived in Texas for a little bit, and then the sister who's just a year younger than me, she um, her husband's in medical school as well. He's going to be a dermatologist, so they just moved up to North Carolina. And then I have a sister in Atlanta. So we're all kind of all over the place, but we try our hardest to get together. That's cool. <laughs> and I we love games. That. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's cool. Like a strong bond. So even though like even though there's far distances, you still make time for each other. Go to Dublin for half marathons yep. and stuff. <laughs> exactly. That's cool. Whitney, do we have any beef? Oh. Yo, know, I was looking through all of my dance photos and my beef is to the males of our class in general. I only got asked to one guy's choice dance. <laughs> I asked guys to like 10 dances and guys only asked me to one. So that's my beef. Come on guys. <laughs> Steve, cool, what guys. was your problem? <laughs> I, don't know. I went to lots of dances with Bethany. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But no, that I mean. I apologize on behalf of uh, on behalf of all the all the guys of our class. We're, we're being stupid. <laughs> we were so dumb. Uh, next time, it's hard. Fun, so. It's next hard to ask out a cheerleader. Yeah, it's like it's all intimidating and stuff, you know. Right. <laughs> Just like your cousin said. My own cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Your cousin that secretly wanted to ask you out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I don't have any beef. No, I don't either. I don't, because I don't think we, I don't have any memories like with you. I don't think we ever hung out once or like, I don't know. I can't remember. And so. I, I was trying to think too. I, my mom loved putting together like these little get togethers. And I know she, we had a dinner at my house one time and I thought you were there but you could have been you could have been someone else I know Hamza was there and Megan and which Megan that's all I can remember uh Gorange and Gorange mm -hmm. yeah but mm, maybe we wanted to to we wanted the cheer team to bond with the class officers and I think it only happened one time but we tried it was probably awesome. I don't remember. <laughs> it's probably delicious. Very memorable. <laughs> yeah, no beef at all. I I've been 
I, like I was telling you, I just love that you follow us and you like the things that we do. And it just makes me feel good knowing that there's a few people that have really, that have really made it fun for me. Cause it's like these people, I don't know, like you, like when you like the post, when we put stuff up and just like people that we follow, it just makes me feel good. Like, okay. I like I, this stuff. Gonzo likes yeah, it. But I know I'm, Whitney's going to listen. So it's like, at least we got one yeah. person. <laughs> <that's gonna> like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You and never I have mean, to worry about that. That's the other thing about accountants. We listen to a lot of podcasts because we're like at right. a quiet office. So just like one earbud in and like everything is, everything else is quiet. So <laughs> I, I, when you guys switch to the every other week, I was like, Oh no, what am I going to do all the time? <laughs> But I don't know. That's like I I'm, so okay. I'm not like super tired every day of my life. No, I'm no, just no. like kind of tired every day of my life. Right. <laughs> it's acceptable. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I'll you. just re- I'll start re-listening to everything. <laughs> I like that. Go back and listen to Bonnie's episode. That was a good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So tell me about. I'm curious when you're saying like. I have really strong opinions that I post. Like, tell me about some of your strong opinions. Well, I mean, I, I dislike Donald Trump very much. So anytime I can post something that laughs at him, (laughs) I do. (laughs) And I'm, I haven't fully jumped into this yet, but I'm trying to eat more plant based and vegetarian just because I've watched all these documentaries that talk about how it can save the environment (laughs) or like the the food farming in the U.S. is like like wild pretty messed up like if you see like some of the pig farms and stuff like that you're like yeah it's gross like bacon is so delicious but it's like I have to like really not think about like all this stuff that's going on in the background. <laughs> Did you watch that? Uh, was it Game Changers on Netflix? Yeah, like that one. Yeah. That one is really interesting. That makes you like not want to ever eat meat again. Yeah, it's I mean, and they. I think it. Except for Jerome sausages, because they like right. <laughs> they get the meat Fresh, from natural. <laughs> no, but they well, get the meat from like a like personal like, farm. You know, it's like they right. they know those pigs. They named them. <laughs> right. that, feels, that feels better. To me, so. Yeah, <laughs> the big corporation. <laughs> so it's a Jerome wine. Sausages. That's funny because I, when I watched Game Changers, I was like, okay, our bodies were obviously designed to only eat vegetables and, and plants. So like we weren't even supposed to be eating meat. And so I, everything I knew about nutrition went out the window though. I was like eating cakes and bread. I was like, as long as I'm not eating meat, it's going to be great. And it's like within like two or like three, 20 pounds. oh gosh, within like two or three weeks, I was like, holy crap, like all my pants are getting way tight. <laughs> I can't keep this up. And then, then I just. Threw some of those ribeyes in the air fryer, and I was like, mm. <laughs> "Never mind." <laughs> yeah, change my mind. <laughs> I'm with you. No, I, I just, like, and I love I love cheese, so it's so hard for me to cut that out. And even when I've seen these horrible videos of cows, I'm like, "What?" I know <laughs> Maybe I, this cheese doesn't come from them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this cheese came from California. That's a happy cow. cow. <laughs> no, yeah, that's like I get it. It's you know, I just try to do, like, I'm not going to eat meat every single meal. You know, I'm just like, right. you know, cut it back. Right. Um, 
but then uh, even besides that, it's just like I don't think the U.S. government should be subsidizing farmers. Like, so it's like maybe if because I I believe in supply and demand. So if the price of of like a burger was like the actual price of a burger without government subsidies, then naturally people would eat less burgers if a burger is twenty bucks. You know, so it's just like. I just don't like that the U.S. government is paying all these farmers, you know, to keep farmer to keep the price of meat down. It's just like oh, right. price, the meat should be what it what it is. It should cost what it costs. And like, if a burger is like twenty twenty five bucks, people would just be eating less burgers. You know, the demand exactly. for burgers would go down, and and maybe yep. it would help the environment a little bit. So. Yep. I'm- I don't know. It's probably Trump's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Have you, so you say you've been like starting, like you're not fully into it yet, but have you been, have you been changing the diet? Like mostly vegetarian based? Yeah. So I, I definitely got rid of all my milk. I still, like I said, cheese is going to be probably my last resort. So are you on like almond milk now? Soy milk? Yeah. I, I really like milk. That's my favorite. You say oat milk? Yeah. And then yeah. coconut milk is really good as well. Those are probably my two go-tos. Have you felt different but, since you started eating like that? Do you do you have more energy yeah. or do you feel like what feels different doing that? Definitely energy is up. Um, I If I do really well and then, so I had a, a company party and they had barbecue and can't say no to barbecue. So I was like, all right, I'll have some. And I just, I felt sick the whole day. I just mm. wanted to go home. I couldn't focus. It was really rough. But just little things like that. I, you know, I sleep a whole lot better. Mm. So it's it's been good changes. But I can, it's weird when I do eat it because that's when I, I really notice the difference, I guess. Mm. Interesting. That's cool. Good for yeah. you. Thanks. I think I think it's all tough. of us like I think all of us know that like if you told someone like hey know, right? like how could you lose weight it's like we'll eat more fruits and vegetables and drink more water and get more sleep it's like uh, <laughs> how can I do it right. besides doing all that stuff but what about do you like, have a pill or anything <laughs> yeah, yeah and I think that it takes a lot of just self discipline to be able to actually make those changes and like like you're saying like you love cheese and it's like yeah I don't know to and actually when there's give things that are so up. easily accessible I mean going to any fast food place. Obviously, it's horrible anyway, but it's, it's going to be they're going to have meat options. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's so true. It's tougher. It's Trump's fault. But I did. I heard that <laughs> Salt Lake is one of the top places to find a good vegan restaurant. So huh. there's that. <laughs> and now you have all these like impossible like mm-hmm. burgers or whatever that are made like 100% plant based. Yeah. I haven't tried one, so much but easier. maybe I should. I don't know. Next episode, you and I will taste. We'll taste an impossible, impossible burger. burger. <laughs> we'll get like an impossible Whopper or something. <laughs> All right, I'm up for it. <laughs> Whitney, do you have anything that you want to promote or anything else? No, I don't think so. All right, we'll keep you updated. It's like if you really, I, I wasn't kidding. Like I want to do another half. Like do another okay. half marathon. Cool, I'm in. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for just taking the time. Thanks for following the show and just being a supporter. It's been really awesome catching up with you and just, 
I I appreciate it. Gonzo appreciates it. Just yeah, taking the time to just hop on and just share your life with us. It's really, really cool. Yeah, I think so too. It's been so fun hearing everyone. So I'm All calling right. out everyone. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, I'll help you out. When I, it, anyone that you see, I'll comment like, yeah, you should be on. Well, what about this? You said you wanted to come on and then call people out. What are the two or three people that you want to hear from? Top three. Well, I know Katie's coming on. So yes, I'm she's on. She's scheduled. Out. Yeah. Um, but some of the other cheer people, probably. I want Tara Phillips. I'd love to hear what she's up to. She's out in Arizona and that's all I know about her life. Um, and maybe I'll call out Micah, Micah Bruin, my co-captain. Okay. All right. Micah Bruin, Tara Phillips. I'll, I'll reach out. Okay. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> thank you, Whitney. Yep. Thank you guys so much. Good night. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah. Gonzo. We just finished talking to Whitney. What are your thoughts? It was it was great talking to her. I see that she comments a lot on like when I when I post an episode or you know, she she's one of the first people to like or to comment on it. And uh so I really appreciate that. I I like that she likes it. I you know, I feel a kinship to her, you know, as fellow accountant. I thought that was great. And you know, that it was sad too that like you know, she's like, maybe it's because she's the cheerleading captain or whatever that she only got asked to a couple dances. And uh, that was her beef. It's just like, oh, I wish I would have been asked more. Maybe it is. Maybe it was kids felt intimidated to to ask out a cheerleader. Uh, I know just that. like her cousin said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that I, I don't know. I, I don't think I was friends with any of like the cheerleaders. Like that, that whole scene, like I think back in high school, I would have been like, too scared to have asked any of those. I know, but uh, you know that, and I felt similarly. I felt the same way. Like we're like, oh, you know, it's like cheerleader, like a football player is going to ask her out, you know. But Whitney's a lovely person, and it should have been like, you know, it's one of those things that I kind of like about the podcast is that you see that man, that was just the people are just people, and it would have been just fine. So yeah. And I love that she just talked about coming into her own and just like doing things for her because she wants to do it and not trying to people please or not trying to like conform to what someone thought they, someone thought she should be or should be doing. Right. Feeling comfortable inside of her own skin. Yeah. I thought that was great. And, and that was something that I felt too, because I think even when, when you and I were speaking and on my episode, I was saying that like. You know, I felt like I had to be social in high school because that's what's like kind of demanded of of people. It's like the social currency. Well, like, you know, it's like that's not important anymore. So you get to you get to be more who you are as an adult. So now, yeah, it's super that clicked with me for sure. I, I thought that was interesting when she was talking about her mom and influence about like how her mom was trying to influence her and then maybe she wasn't making the best decisions or whatever in in like early college i don't know i was just thinking about conversations that you and i have had about like our parents still trying to influence us as Mm -hmm. adults right or expecting a certain level of influence and i love that you say that because it's like i've told you it's like my dad he doesn't want me to be his 35-year-old son with a family 
he wants him to still be like 12 years old asking him for advice and like right. he can be like the wise old dad to telling me what to do and it's like i'm not there it doesn't work like mm-hmm. that yeah and i feel i feel very similar with uh with my dad and honestly i feel like the people who still need that kind of like go to their parents as an adult for like sage wisdom i always feel like that's an unhealthy relationship or like or like the, those people always end up making bad decisions you know so i and i don't know if it's always but i've just seen like in my experience, I've seen something like that, you know? So I don't know. If there's I, like, if you're not thinking for yourself, then I think absolutely unhealthy. It's like, I don't know what to do. I just have this person tell me, but if it's like, right. You know, I, like you and I've talked about, we have like young men's leaders and other people that we've talked to. And I still will be like, Hey, what about this? And like, I seek out advice. Yeah, there's a difference between balancing like, something. Hey, tell me what to do. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm glad she came on. It, it's awesome. Me too. I loved it. It was great. I'll do Whitney. We're going to do a half marathon. Yeah, let's do a half marathon together. We should pick a fun place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sandy? <laughs> Just Sandy half. <laughs> right down 7th East. <laughs> six and a half miles that way. Six and a half miles back. Done. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Well, if uh, if you'd like to be on the show, just reach out. Send us an email to jordanhigh2004podcast at gmail.com. Um, we love hearing from everybody. And just a reminder to send us in a voice memo telling us about 2021, what happened this last year, things you're looking forward to in 2022. And hopefully if we get enough of those, we can, can make a good episode out of that. Love it. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Bye.